It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The 76ers are done talking trades, but does that actually mean James Harden will play for Philly this year? Also, Jordan Love looked pretty good in his first preseason action, and so did Derek Carr. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. James Harden said he wanted out the Philadelphia 76ers now, according to reports, have taken James Harden off the trade block and intend to insist or at least slightly suggest that he show up to training camp. The reporting there is he is not going to do that, which means the Sixers have a James Harden sized hole in their championship aspirations. Keith Pompey from Locked on Sixers joins me now. And Keith, uh, where does that leave us then? You know, it's, it's weird. It's a it's a crazy situation. I mean, you know, I, I still I still think that they have time, right? I mean, right now, you know, we're in the the, the second week of August. Um, I I feel like there's still some time, but where it leads us is it's it's kind of like a continuation right now of what the Ben Simmons situation was like. Mm. You know, uh, the guy said he doesn't want to be there. He's you know, there's reports that he's not going to come to training camp. Um, but right about now, I, I just think that both of this is leverage play on both parties. You know, it's, it's a lot of bluff that's going to be um, calling, calling their bluff. And we'll see what happens, you know, on October the 3rd. Yeah, it's easy now to say we're not trading him. And it's easy now for Harden's camp to say he's not showing up when he doesn't have to do any of those things for another two months and the Sixers don't have to do anything with him for those two months either. I, I'm, I'm wondering for the Sixers, would it be better if he doesn't show up rather than him doing what he did in Houston, showing up out of shape and playing apathetic basketball? Which do you think would actually be better for Philly? Uh, that's a great question. Um, 
you know, I, I think it may be better for Philly, like if he didn't show up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because, you know, uh, the, you know, aside from people asking the questions, where's James, where's James. Right. Um, aside from that, you, you can kind of develop a build a culture, have guys there, but if he shows up and like you said, if he comes in the, uh, the fat man suit, or if he's being extremely disgruntled and 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 having tantrums at practice or, or being disrupted disruptive at practice, you know that can really impact the culture. It can set a team back. You know what I mean? These guys, Joel Embiid, uh, Tobias Harris, uh, Maxi, they dealt with not having a teammate around before, so they can circle the wagons. But when if James is there and he's being disruptive. I, I think that can set him back. And also, if James isn't is isn't there and he's um if he's away, then next thing you know, the clock is ticking. And then all of a sudden, you know, who has if he doesn't report within 30 days, then the NBA is giving his Sixers the ability to say, Oh, well, you want to be a free agent next year, we're not going to release you. So I, I think that he loses some power by not showing up. What is the role of Joel Embiid here, do you think? Because we saw them at uh, former Sixers uh, shareholder Michael Rubin at his white party, arm in arm, buddy, buddy. Like, this is all good off the court. But but now we have this situation. If you're Joel Embiid, you're the MVP of the league. What role do you have to be a leader here and say, hey, James, it'd be much better for us and for everybody if you showed up and we tried to play basketball? Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, but I, I think that that, to me, that's not really Joel's there are certain guys who come out and say things like that. There are other guys who, you know, they may have a conversation behind closed doors, but he's not going to be in front of the camera saying, Hey, we really need him." Now, you know, he was asked about it before and he says, look, James is my friend. Yes, it will make us better, but you know, he's my friend. He's going to do what he wants. You know, I, I think more so from Joel, like the impact this, this could have is him sitting back and just watching the whole thing, you know, like unravel. Because when you think about it, this is going to be, this is the third, this is the second time in three years that he's had a disgruntled teammate, not just any teammate, his co-star, so yeah. to speak, right? So if I'm Joel, I'm just sitting back and I'm looking at Daryl saying, what you going to do, bro? Like, like, what are you going to do? Because we can't keep, going down this, you know, this cycle or we can't keep it going on. So, you know, I don't know if he'll come out and say, hey, James, we need you to come back. We need this and that. Now nah, he's looking more at like the front office and saying, what are y'all going to do? Stay up to date all year on the Philadelphia 76ers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Sixers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, Jordan Love looked pretty good in his first game as QB1 for the Green Bay Packers. Before we get to that, the Colts and Jonathan Taylor are mending fences. Football season is about to kick off and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl. And you'll get bonus bets for every victory. So if you pick a team like the Eagles and they win 13 games, that's a lot of bonus bets. You can use your bonus bets on point spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Sign up and place a bet on the Chiefs, for example. And you get paid for every win they accumulate. 
Seems like a pretty good bet. And that's for every regular season win before the Super Bowl even happens. You can also join in on the baseball action every day, like tonight's Rays-Giants game. FanDuel likes the Rays on the road in the Bay to beat the Giants, Tampa, minus 142 on the money line. You can also combine prop bets within a game to make a same-game parlay for even bigger payouts. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. One of the more high profile holdouts may be ending this week. All pro running back Jonathan Taylor is expected to return to training camp, according to coach Shane Steichen. Taylor had his trade request shot down by Colts owner Jim Ursay so quickly he could barely blink. Since then, he's been rehabbing an ankle injury at an out-of-state facility away from the Colts medical personnel. Steichen said he should be back this week. Do I know the exact date he'll be back? No, but he should be back. Glad we cleared all that up. Taylor has consistently made his intention clear to the team that he'll return to the field when he is 100% healthy. The decision to continue to rehab elsewhere was a continuation of that effort. The Basketball Hall of Fame may have added its best international class ever. Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, and Paul Gasol were among those enshrined in Springfield on Saturday night. Nowitzki was the first European-born player to win the NBA MVP in 2007. Parker's NBA Finals MVP award that season was also the first for a European. In 2002, Gasol was the NBA's first international rookie of the year, and Gasol said he fell in love with basketball during the Dream Team's performance in 1992 in his hometown of Barcelona. He said, I was 12. It changed my life. The Dream Team showed us how basketball could be played. The Spurs also saw a longtime coach and five-time NBA champion Greg Popovich enshrined Becky Hammond, who after a career in the WNBA joined the Spurs as the first woman to serve as a full-time NBA assistant coach, was also honored, as was multi-time NBA champion Dwayne Wade, who happened to beat Dirk Nowitzki in the finals. He won finals MVP and happened to beat Greg Popovich and Tony Parker in the NBA finals. Los Angeles Angels two-way star Shohei Otani will skip his next scheduled pitching start Wednesday at Texas after telling manager Phil Nevin he was feeling some arm fatigue. Nevin said Sunday that Otani is not injured and will return to the rotation during a series at home against the Reds that begins August 21st. Otani was in the lineup for Sunday's 2-1 win over the Houston Astros and hit his 41st bomb of the year. Nevin said Otani told him Saturday that he needed to take a start off. Okay, when it's Shohei Otani, you listen. The right-hander will not take any time off as the team's designated hitter. So, 
There you go. On the diamond, the Boston Red Sox traded the playoff waters over the weekend. Hi, it's Gabby from Lockdown Red Sox here. Red Sox had a good win today to finish off their series strong against the Tigers, taking two out of three after winning today 6-3. to three. The biggest storyline of today's game was definitely the return of Garrett Whitlock. He looked awesome, pitching two innings, giving up just one unearned run and recording three strikeouts. Adam Duvall also had a massive three-run homer in the game. He drove in four of the Red Sox six runs. Justin Turner hit another home run for the second straight day. So it was a really good series overall for the Red Sox. Cutter Crawford looked decent, pitched into the fifth inning, gave up two runs. So we take that and we ride the next series is the Nationals. So the Red Sox absolutely have to win that series as well and just continue to win series. And that's what's going to possibly get them a playoff spot. So just keep it going. And did the Yankees just hit rock bottom? This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and I'm wondering, is this rock bottom? I feel like I've said this at least six times this season. And uh, Sunday was another moment where we all asked ourselves, is this rock bottom for the New York Yankees? They had a four-run lead heading into the bottom of the ninth against the Miami Marlins. And when the game was over, the Marlins were celebrating a walk-off 8-7 victory. Garrett Cole is once again victimized by his team. This time, the offense actually scored for him. It was the bullpen, mainly Clay Holmes, who was charged with all five runs, who completely fell apart for the Yankees on Sunday. So instead of leaving Miami with a series win, they lose in horrifying fashion for them. And now they get to head to Atlanta to face the best team in baseball. So things aren't getting easier for the Yankees. Again, is this rock bottom? Probably not. I probably will be saying the same thing in a couple of days. Every other baseball fan is just playing the world's smallest violin for the Yankees fans right now. Here is another story you need to know. For the first time in 30 years, someone other than a no-doubt Hall of Famer is going to be under center for the Green Bay Packers. But with Brett Favre, we didn't know when his career started. That's what it would be. When Aaron Rodgers started his career, we didn't know what it would be. Still, that's a lot of pressure on Jordan Love. And he went out and performed. Went 7 for 10, threw a touchdown pass, did not throw an interception. Unlike a lot of other starting quarterbacks over the weekend, And what Coach Matt LaFleur liked the most was his poise. But I think, you know, there's a lot to learn from. And a lot of of good came out of it. I thought just the poise he showed, the command he showed. I thought we were getting in and out of the huddle quickly. Um, So I I thought it was a really good first exposure for him for this season. It was his confidence. It was how he got in and out of the huddle. All the intangible things. The talent is there. He's a first-round talent. We know that. And in joint practices, we saw him make wow throws down the field. Saw him throw touchdown passes. Saw him produce. Not like a Hall of Famer. We don't know what that is going to look like. This is the first step, though. This is the first box to check. And he checked it. Against the defense... That, you know, was not with all of its key pieces, 
but certainly there were players out there that will be out there for the Cincinnati Bengals when they go and try and chase a Super Bowl. When you hear a coach like Matt LaFleur talk about process, that is what he has stressed all offseason with Jordan Love and really going back to 2020. It's not just the outcomes, the throws where they completed. He did miss a throw to Luke Musgrave in the middle of the field, wide open. It's a miss. He's going to want those throws back. But when you hear a coach like Matt LaFleur, who lives in coaching cliches, but believes in coaching cliches, he's not the kind of coach who just throws out cliches to avoid saying what he really means. He actually communicates in cliches. When he talks about the poise, the confidence, being fully in control of the offense, there's no greater compliment a coach can pay his quarterback when your coach is like Matt LaFleur. To say he's in full control of the offense is truly something to say. Now, does that mean he's going to be successful? Does one preseason start say anything? No, you can look around the league at some truly deceiving box score lines. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, just to name a few. Those do not tell the story of what we saw on the field. But Matt LaFleur did a great job of putting Jordan Love in a position to succeed. A number of rollouts, play-action boots, like the Giants used for Daniel Jones last year in an offense that was not suited to high-level offense with a bunch of talent on the field. But what the Packers are efforting is unique in the league. A first-round quarterback on his rookie deal. You've got a borderline first-round receiver, a top 40 receiver in Christian Watson. Two top 50 picks this year on pass catchers. You're starting tight end and you're starting receiver. And then Romeo Dobbs, who is a year two player. It would be one of the youngest skill groups in 20 years. But they're going to let these baby Packers go try and play. And this is as excited about a season because of all this young talent as Packer fans have been in a really long time. Stay up to date all year on the Green Bay Packers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Packers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, Derek Carr made a good first impression on New Orleans. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The New Orleans Saints are betting on Derek Carr. A bet that Las Vegas no longer loved. As Locked On Saints host Ross Jackson points out, the first preseason test passed. And the New Orleans Saints offense looks like the real 
deal. Remember the big question that we've been asking so far over the course of this entire offseason thus far, particularly with training camp and things like that, is the New Orleans Saints often struggling because the defense is really good, or is the New Orleans Saints often struggling because the offense hasn't found its groove yet? Well, a 12-play, 85-yard touchdown drive to open up their first preseason action with starters against starters with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, it was the very first action for those Kansas City Chiefs, but hey, it was the very first action for the New Orleans Saints as well. Put together a big-time drive. Derek Carr connecting with Alvin Kamara on the swing pass. Alvin Kamara on the screen pass. We got a screen in the preseason, y'all. We only saw Alvin Kamara targeted on nine um, screen passes all season last year in the preseason. We get a screen pass that almost goes for a touchdown. You saw a big catch by Michael Thomas. You saw the attempted connection with Chris Olave. Some big catches and connections between Derek Carr and star tight end Juwan Johnson, who, make no mistake about it, is a star. It is absolutely worth your time in fantasy football, especially if you can get them late. Uh, but then it all capped off with a big four-yard touchdown to Keith Kirkwood. And that's this play that I want to focus on because I thought that play was really the kind of uh, the the summation of what that New Orleans Saints offensive drive was for them. Derek Carr takes the snap. He sits back. There's time for the play to develop. The offensive line starting five was on it, bought him some time, blitz pickups all over the place, all that. And then you got to just kind of wait for him to sit back and watch everything develop. These linebackers, as well as the the, uh, Kansas City defenders, were playing down towards the goal line. Keith Kirkwood hits what we would call like the baseline in basketball, right? That back end zone line. And then he hits Keith Kirkwood in the back of the end zone for an easy touchdown. Those are the things that you want to see week in and week out from this New Orleans Saints team. And how many times did we see the Saints come up short on opening drives? Here we see them punch it in, 12 plays, 85 yards. That's exactly what you wanted to see the New Orleans Saints do in this game. I think people are sleeping on the Saints. This defense is really talented. Dennis Allen is a monster of a defensive coach. And there is plenty of talent on this pass catching group, Chris Olave is a star in the making. It's a good offensive line. You're not going to have Alvin Kamara the whole season, but he is still one of the best backs in the league when he's healthy. And this division is a tire fire. Derek Carr is the best quarterback in that division by a country mile. I don't know why they're not the overwhelming favorite to win the NFC South. And if you have a couple extra dollars, I would go to FanDuel and I would bet on it. I may or may not have already done it. And finally, Jalen Brunson was perfect from the field as Team USA beat Spain in a basketball World Cup tune-up. Let me rephrase that. Jalen Brunson shot nine of nine and scored a team-high 21 as the U.S. beat Spain 98-88. The U.S. improved to 3-0 in its pre-World Cup tour with two games left before arriving in Manila for the tournament. Sounds like they're ready. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, what is going on with the Saints running back room? Exactly. So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.